This is episode 19 of the Lightworkers Guide podcast. Money stories and manifestation. Let's do it. What if you're one step away from changing everything? In this moment, breathe in gratitude. Set your intention. Expect miracles. You are seen, you are worthy, you are light. This is the Lightworkers Guide. Are you ready? Let's go. What are the stories you've been told about money? When I was little, I heard things like, money doesn't grow on trees. Not really from my parents, but it was a common phrase I heard around, and maybe you did too. I remember thinking, well, actually, technically, it does. My brain, always zooming out for the bigger picture, thought, money is printed on paper, and paper comes from trees, so money really does grow on trees. I was thinking back to my childhood to see if there were any money stories that ever blocked me or expanded me, and what could be hidden under the layers of stories that I witnessed. It's summertime here, and one of our family traditions is to go to the Orange County Fair. Gary's parents are coming in from Nashville in a couple of weeks, and we have tickets to go, and the fair always, always reminds me of my dad. I was sitting on the couch with Gary a few nights ago, And we were making our plans for the fair, and my eyes just began to well up with tears. They're a mix of happy tears. My dad's favorite thing to do at the fair was to go to the shops. In the OC Fair, there is this massive room full of booths after booths of vendors selling the most random and wonderful things. And my dad would love spending hours there, sometimes entire days. We would go sometimes just to spend the day walking around those booths. And I watched him not just buy one of something. He would buy at least seven for all the other people he could think of that would love this new thing he found. I watched my dad be generous. He was the most generous person with his money. He would just give and give and give. And some people might say he was a little too generous. He was not really a saver. And one thing he would say is he wants to enjoy money while he is on this earth. So today I want to tell you a new story, a story about generosity. I once heard Tony Robbins say that if you don't give when you have a little, you'll never give when you have a lot. And I wanted to be a giver and be someone who gave a lot, to use my money for good, to be a good steward of my money, to be a safe person for money to flow through. When I look back at the stories of my life so far, one thing that has proven over and over to me is how God provides and how he leads. Some of my stories were hard ones, but the lessons and growth through those shadows after climbing up the mountains are so darn beautiful. 
This story today is how I manifested $1,000 with one test. So if you are someone who wants to manifest any amount of money, any amount. This is for you. I'm taking you back to 2015. I hadn't launched my intentional planner yet, but I had created it and I was using it every single day. I printed out one sheet of paper and was using it just as I am today, undated. It was a blank slate and I would write the date at the top. And at the time, I felt really, really called to start a nonprofit. And how did I even think of that? It was a ping and then confirmed through different synchronicities, expanders, conversations. And so the first step for me was, okay, how do I even go about starting a nonprofit? And my intention for that day was to really hone in on what does that even look like? And part of that was looking at all the fees. How much does it even cost to start a 501c3? And adding up all the fees, it came to just above $1,000. It was $1,028 to be exact. And I said, okay, well, I don't have that money, but if it's God's will, he'll make it happen. I used to have a saying, if it's God's will, he floats the bill. And this happened on a Saturday, and the next day, Sunday, I went to church, and that day the pastor, Kenton B. Shore, was teaching about how God provides. And he said this one verse, and I'm going to read it to you. It's from Malachi, and Malachi is an old Jewish prophet. I think he's the last recorded Jewish prophet anyway. And so this comes from Malachi 3.10. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. Test me in this and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. So, the point of that was it's the only place in the Bible where God says to test him, the only place. God tests us. God will not tempt us, but he does test us. He tests us to see. Do we need to learn that lesson one more time? Are we ready for that next level? And I look at my daughter Capri and I think kind of the same thing. What she's going to school and she has tests and they are to see if she's ready for the next lesson. Did she pass or not? It's not to punish her, it's to see if she's ready. So yes, God tests us, but it's the only place where he says to test him. He says, test me. And tithing literally means 10%. So your first 10. So this is kind of like a call. Do you trust God? He says to test him with it and he will throw open the floodgates and rain down blessing on you. So I heard that and I thought, hmm, that sounds pretty good. So I went home and I thought, okay, God, I will test you. I mean, you told me to. So The next money that comes in, the first 10 is yours. And at the time, I had an Etsy shop and I was designing wedding invitations and a deposit to work with me was $100. And an order came through, a deposit for $100. And I said, okay, God, well, first 10 is going to you. 
I'm testing you, which feels a little weird, but I'm like, okay, well, he told me to, so I'm doing it. I'm going to be obedient here. And I did give it to my church because that's where I heard the blessing. So gave it to my church and I said, I don't know how it's going to come through. And I have learned to completely trust God, especially during those times where I refer to them as my beans and rice and Jesus Christ days. I really, truly was down to nothing. I was a single mom on food stamps. I really did not have money, but I trusted God and he always, always provided. So I can say that with such conviction and truth. So what did I do next? I kind of just went about my day. I went about my week. But the one thing I did do, and as I've learned, it was no mistake. The first thing you need to do if you want to call something in is to declutter. The first thing you need to embody is gratitude. And then the first thing to do is declutter. I didn't know this was strategic at the time. And knowing myself, it was probably some form of procrastination. But now I know and I tell my clients, when you are calling something new in, you have to start with decluttering, physically, mentally, emotionally. I have a drawer in my desk that I kind of just throw all my mail in and I thought, ah, I need to file. I need to go through it and, you know, pay some bills or whatever. So I was going through it, decluttering and filing and found an old rebate check that I had never cashed. And I was like, oh, oh, fun. I mean, it wasn't for much. It was probably like 30 or $40, but it was something that I didn't even know I had in a junk drawer. So declutter. The next thing that happened throughout the week, two other clients paid their balances in full and there were a couple other things. Money just kind of started coming in. And by the end of the week, can you guess how much money had come through? It was just over the $1,000 that I needed. And that next Sunday, I was back at church again. And after church, I was sitting outside with a friend. And it was a beautiful sunny day, much like today. And I was telling her all about this story. Because I had invited her in because when you start a 501c3, you need board members. You have to have three of them to file. And I had invited her in to be one of the board members. And I was telling her all about this. And I couldn't believe that in one week, I gave $10 and got 10 times my money. And it gets better. As I'm telling her this story, another friend of ours walks up. And she just hands me a $10 bill. She says, Lucy, I wanted to pay you for those cards that you made for me. You know, at the time I was printing and I had really nice paper and I was like, ah, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. She's like, no, really take it. She knew that my cost for this cardstock was about a dollar and I had made 10 signs for her. So she said, I wanted to pay you. And she literally handed me a $10 bill. And my other friend and I were like, oh my gosh, I cannot get rid of this $10. I keep giving it away and God keeps giving it back to me. So we were just laughing at just God's his faithfulness and how he always provides. We were so full of just giddy joy about it. And then more recently, a few years ago, when I was dating my now husband, Gary, 
I was sharing this story with him, and a couple days later, he gave me this little framed $10 bill. And it sits on my desk right by my computer, and I look at it every single day. And it's just a reminder to me of how faithful God is with our dreams. So I want to ask you, do you trust God implicitly with your dreams, with the things on your heart to pursue? Because remember, you have those desires, those big dreams, because there's a purpose to bless others with it. He wants you to be blessed so that you can be a blessing. Do you trust him? Do you trust yourself? At the time, I trusted God a whole lot more than I trusted myself. I mean, I still do, but my self-trust muscle still needed some work. But my faith, my faith was strong. There were times when it was the only thing that I had. So let's start there. Do you trust God implicitly? Test him. It's the most fun thing you can do. And it goes back to Tony Robbins. If you don't give with the little you have, you'll never give with a lot. So start with the little, the first 10. If you purchase anything from me ever, ever, whether it's in my shop or a program or one-on-one coaching, the first 10% goes into this bucket that I've labeled, have fun blessing people. Have fun blessing people. It's the most fun money that I spend. And I don't always give it to one thing. It's any charity that I just feel called to. Even if my nephew is having a, you know, a little program, a thing he's raising money for, a fundraiser, I'm like, yeah, I can bless him, bless all the people. But it is a blessing for me to have that bucket grow. And I give that money away. And God always provides to fill that bucket up with more. I'm going to tell you another verse that's later in the Gospels. It's Luke and it's Jesus saying this. And I'm going to read it to you. Luke 6, 38. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And if you could picture that in those days with what that meant, you know, they were, I don't know, farmers or croppers sewing out in the field and they had these cloaks kind of like aprons on and there would be big pockets and that's how they would walk around and fill their things and they would trade their grains and all this stuff so they had as much as they could fit that they could carry and God was painting this picture that he will press it down shake it up so there's more room shake it up and pour more And there won't be room enough to store it. And if you go back to the verse in Malachi, the floodgates of heaven will open up and rain down blessings on you. So freaking good, right? So what is the dream in your heart? I'm going to tell you something. It would not be there if it was not already in your future. I'm going to say that again. It would not be there if it was not already in your future. Get in alignment with it today. You have a dream because you were made for it. 
Maybe your next step is something that you really want to sign up for. Maybe it's for some part of your business that you know you need for that next level of growth. If it's one-on-one coaching, if it's building your website, if it's branding, your task, your duty is to write down the exact amount of money you need to make that happen. Be intentional about the money you are calling in. Money needs portals. Money needs containers. And we can only hold what we're willing to receive. Give money a clear, specific, precise purpose for containers. If you received $1 million tomorrow, where exactly would that money be allocated to? Write it down. Create the list. The number that you need for your dream to materialize. Write it down every day. And then the first money that comes in, say, okay, God, you told me to test you with this. This is my dream, the dream you put on my heart. You are going to make this happen, and I trust you implicitly with this. Because really, this is about releasing control. You're not contracted. You are open to receive abundantly more than all you ask or imagine in your wildest dreams. Give that first 10% to whoever you feel called to give it to because you trust. You are a vessel open to do good works. Know that God's going to bless it beyond measure. And then do what you can do. You trust God with what he can do and get to work on what you can do. Ask yourself, what would abundance do? What can you declutter? Is it a drawer that's just piling up with old papers? Think about what is stopping you. Maybe it's people around you who don't believe in your dream. Can you put space in your life and protect your vision? What stories can you let go of? Where can you say, I am not available for that anymore? You have skills and you have all these resources available to you. Take notice of the opportunities around you and use them for good. Do what you can do and then trust God to do all the rest. It is the most fun ride. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. I love you. Go write your dream list and make it happen. You are seen. You are worthy. You are liked. Hey, thanks for listening to the Light Worker's Guide podcast. You are given a divine download and it's your purpose to serve the world with it. I guide a select few clients per month to launch and scale their signature program. Coined the Kajabi Queen, I take your brand and your vision to a whole new level. Are you ready? Apply today at lucycelebrates.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out the show notes and all the discount codes from my favorite guides. Until next time, Lightworker, keep on shining on. You were created for something extraordinary. I love you and I'm out.